When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Genetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Theme song! Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And... I'm here? Oh, look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time, same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. So you're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for... The Rundown. Welcome, everybody, to The Rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Joining me this week, Jason's here. What's up, guys? Sal's here. What's going on? And Adam's here. Hi. Hi. So you boys held on the fort for me and Jason yesterday. I don't know why I got British halfway in between that sentence. Or why you said uh, yesterday. <laughs> last week, Yes. Uh, not even high, but apparently my brain has just decided to stop working. Uh, so, a uh, big, big uh, appreciation for you guys for taking that care of things. Um, yeah, we, we had some shit going on, but, uh, things are at least starting to look up now. So, Did I'm you back. Speak for yourself. Yeah, that's true. I will <laughs> speak for myself. Well, I mean, my, my bank account doesn't look up. But uh, my it's stress a is a little more up, a little. Let's see, let's coach. Let's. Are we uh, all going to talk about shitty things before we go on to the show this week? I mean, we're we're going to continue <laughs> to talk about shitty things because we're going to talk about wrestling after that. So well, I don't see how that's any different from any other week we do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I had some car troubles. Finally, got it fixed. I, uh, th- th- it appears that this is. The end of two years of uh, long-term booking, and that uh, I'm finally out of the uh, the issues that I was having with my vehicle. But I am two thousand two hundred dollars lighter in the wallet. Uh, but then, uh, thanks to Jason and your fantastic son, and uh, a little bit of luck, uh, I wound up at least regaining about two hundred of that. So. I have barely anything in my bank and two hundred dollars worth of blow. So thank you. For that. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you uh, playing the the rundown drinking game at home, I suggest taking Troy says throttle body off the list 
Cause yes. it's probably not going to happen that way. It's not. It's not because we're done with that. So, uh, and, and I can assure you we're done with that because if there is an issue with it again, I'm going to just drive that vehicle off the nearest bridge I can find. So, and they're building which, one in my town, so it, I'll be ready for it. Oh, KT, we'll get to that, trust me. Speaking of which, um, I was going to ask you, and I didn't know if you wanted to disclose how much you paid. You know, you, you just did, so it is what it is. But um, were you at any point considering, like, maybe I should just get a different car? Uh, I still owe four grand on my car. I got you. So that, so that wasn't exactly an option, to mm-hmm. say the least. Uh, because, yeah, most most places were not going to want to purchase my vehicle for $4,000. So, Jason? Yeah? Darth Dick, what's been going on with you? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was yesterday. Valentine's Day was yesterday. No, no, not even the good kind. Just Fuck. I, we all have those weeks where it feels like life is taking a hearty shit on your forehead, and this is just my turn this week. So, uh, fingers crossed. Positive side, uh, the the boys of my travel basketball team are 10-0, and 0, looking to close out a perfect regular season this weekend. Fingers crossed. But uh, other than that, not a whole lot positive this week. So let's, uh, let's hope things turn around soon. We do definitely hope that's the case. Uh, Adam, what's been going on with you this week? Uh, I'm going to be a downer as well for just a second here. Uh, I learned yesterday that a, uh, a referee who I have worked with in Proving Ground and has also worked a few other uh, New England promotions. I don't think, Jason, I don't think you you've, you know him or you've worked with him, uh, suddenly uh, passed away. So uh, I just want to send out uh, thoughts and condolences to uh, the family of Jeremy Bell uh, based on everything that's been said online and every, any interaction I've had with him. It was just one of the uh, nicest, funniest people you could ever hope to run into in a locker room. Um, it is it, it is shell-shocking, to say the least, because uh, it was a very sudden news update that we all received yesterday. Uh, he will be uh, greatly missed. Um, other than that, not too much. Well, really sorry to hear that. And, uh, all right, uh, Sal. Um, it seems like everybody's story has gotten sadder and sadder, so uh, I, I'm not going to complain this week. Uh, I was going to, but I'm just now it's just not worth it. So what did everybody think of the Super Bowl? It was a good, it. not great game. It was all right. I thought it was. I thought it got better. It was better than the last Rams Super Bowl by a lot. But oh, a hundred percent. I kind of felt bad for for Odell Beckham Jr. because he yeah. it wasn't even in contact. It was just like he just turned yeah. it on. At least he got. At least it came after he got his touchdown though. So there's that. That's true. That's true. Uh, and good on Stafford, for fucking taking that team to the Super Bowl. So I. So look, here's what. For the rest of my life, if I am the coach, and I forget his name, the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, um, Biscuits McGravy. <laughs> Made me a man. Playoffs, Samaj P. Ryan had four carries for six yards. 
Yeah. And that is the guy. You put the ball in his hands in the most important fourth and one carry of your entire season. Well, instead Joe Mixon of, sat on the bench. I was going to say, instead of Mixon, who has been their lead rusher all year. So I can't. I can't take them off the hook for that decision. They they really sort of shit the bed on that one. Sure. Halftime show was bomb, though. Probably the best halftime show I've seen. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, for, I did hear a lot of noise. Of did, you it, hear, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear? I don't know. Probably. They were on Twitter. So. <laughs> did you guys hear that Snoop Dogg got high before he went out? Who the fuck knew? Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> Crazy. You know what? For everybody who had anything bad to say about that halftime show, too bad. Because that's probably the direction they're going to be going in going full in. The, uh, to me, the best part of the Super Bowl halftime show was that 50 Cent performed after two quarters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I also, uh, there was one that I saw that was, um, people, people talking about 50 cent hanging upside down. Have you never seen a coin toss before? I like that one too. <laughs> so, I liked it. Um, there, it, it, it sucks because there was still, uh, quite a few questionable calls by the referees during the game. Sure. Um, which I, I hate that that continues to be, you know, storyline for every fucking game now. I, you know what though, I, I that I, I sort of don't put a lot of credence to that because for everyone that says that that was not a holding call on Cooper Cup, sure, absolutely, the Bengals got away with their wide receiver throwing fucking Jalen to the ground with his face t- mask. Yeah, on the touchdown yeah. Yeah. to open the second half. So both teams benefited in big spots. Don't mm-hmm. don't come at me with the fucking referees cost anybody this game. Yeah, yeah, and and that's kind of my big concern. And and I've said it before when it comes to referees, like just don't be in a position to let the referees steal a game from you. Yeah, right. Well. You know. Um, but uh, obviously, everyone's talking about the fact that like if the the offensive line would be maybe a little bit better for the Bengals, he probably would have saw that one of his guys was wide fucking open down the field at the last play. Um, but I mean, that's the the Rams spent real fucking big on that defense, and it yeah. showed. So uh, it was uh, we we talked about it before the game. How it was like um, it was nice to see Stafford finally getting to the Super Bowl. It was it was a good story with Burrow and things like that. And it's like both teams had at least one player that we didn't want to see win, win a ring, so it was kind of a wash. So uh, I just think it was kind of an enjoyable game. And um, I know people were dogging on Odell Beckham for crying a, a, after winning. It's like, no, fuck you guys. That's what you want to see. You want to right. see the players that actually care. Cause oh, when, did the, uh, have... when did the Cleveland Browns get their rings? Right. Because <laughs> I know he was the problem in Cleveland, right? It yeah, right. he was. Absolutely. Yep. It wasn't because their quarterback... I... Can't hit water if he falls out of a boat. But yeah. I saw something. I saw something. I think it was on Facebook today. There was a player. I don't remember who it was. Whose wife was giving birth while the Super Bowl was yes. happening, and he ran basically from the Super Bowl to the hospital. He he won a ring, and two hours later had a had a second. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It was. I guess she was at the game. 
at, at first, and they had to like pull her out of the game because it's like you're in labor right now. What do you think? So yeah, uh, good on him. And uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, it, it was it was uh, it's always nice to see that kind of emotion because then it's like those are the players that you can tell really actually care about the game, you know, because there there are quite a few players that are just there for the money or things like that. But when you see things like that, you're like, yeah, that's that's what I want to see on the players is that emotion because they won the biggest fucking game of their life, you know. Speaking of babies and tying it into what we're supposed to be talking about, um, good luck to Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Her due date was yesterday, so they are still uh, there. In the process oh. of having their first. So he'll debut on AEW next week, is what you're saying? <laughs> week yes. after. Yeah. Wasn't uh, there something with Sue Young as well? She's pregnant. Yeah, I think she just had her kid. I think that's what I saw. She just announced she was pregnant like two weeks ago. Did she? I think so. Uh huh. Maybe I read that wrong. My bad. Are you confusing Sue Young and May Young? No, no. One is dead. One is undead. And one yeah. probably had her baby in the Forgotten Realm, so it only takes two weeks to, to have the baby then. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like December 31st she announced it. My bad. I had a comment wrong or some idiot was like, She's, she had her kid when she didn't. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess we can, uh, since Adam was going to segue into wrestling, yeah, I we guess should, we should definitely start a. Uh, it's a big day, big, huge goings on in the world of professional wrestling. Um, a gigantic name has had their contract expire and is leaving their company, and could change the entire face of professional wrestling. And uh, where do you guys think Josh Alexander ends up? My hopes, because um, he needs to get some help with his visa. Uh, Why are you first. laughing, Sal? It's a big name. Because uh, his problems are not where he's going to sign next. His problems are his work visa. Well, where he signs next will take care of his work visa. So, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, doesn't, that, he have to, doesn't he have to go home and figure that shit out first? Like, this isn't going to be like an instant. Canada. Canada. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's Canadian, dude. <laughs> oh, I thought he was Australian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was I don't watch it. <laughs> he was in a team t- t- tag team called The North. Yeah, they had red and white gear all the time. How did you not know he was Canadian? <laughs> need need I remind you, fellows, that that about eight hours ago, Sal went is Elimination Chamber on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. Very because true. Out of nowhere, when no no text in the entire conversation had anything to do with the chamber, you go, "Oh yeah, that premium live event starts at noon." And I'm like, "What?" what? Why? That is true. That, that, was, that was a little out of the blue from you. I was watching. I was watching Raw. You could have said, "Hey, I'm watching Raw." No, it's kind of implied. <laughs> whenever, whenever Adam actually talks about wrestling, it's usually because he's watching a show. <laughs> I have a, I have ADHD. I have ADHD. I don't do context. On the Josh Alexander thing, I saw so many tweets today because there, there, there were companies talking about how he had to had to pull out of shows because of the whole thing, and I was like, I "Can't believe he books shows when he when he wouldn't have, knew he wouldn't have a work visa." I'm like, "You're missing the point completely." It's not yeah, like so, he was like, "Yeah, fuck him." This is going to be a recurring theme throughout this episode, but um, at times in the world of professional wrestling, 
people become confident that they're going to sign a, de- a new deal with the place they're at. Mm-hmm. And then those deals fall through. So they have already started angles, storylines, work visas, and those things fall through, unfortunately, when real life doesn't work out. So yeah. it is what it is. I mean, they've been building this whole story with him in the, the championship, and that's clearly not going to play out now. So, <clears throat> And uh, I know impact could impact, but can we add Josh Alexander to the growing list of guys that Impact had uh, a great opportunity to do something with and fucked it up? Dude, have you seen that company for the past 20 years? It's it's like it doesn't matter who's in fucking charge there. It's like, oh, is this awesome story with Eddie Edwards and, and things are looking great and he could really be like their new Samoa Joe or AJ Styles. And it's like, nah, fuck that. We, we got AEW to deal with now. Dude, it's like, they- come on. They actually changed the name of their wrestling company, and it's still just as bad as it was when it was TNA. Uh, this is the third different name, technically, if you can, if you remember the Global Force Wrestling Invasion. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> technically, they were that for a, a spell too. Yeah, the the uh, the bird ain't looking great, but it, it hasn't for a while. All right. Well, I have a bunch of statements, so I guess I will read through the statements. From Josh Alexander. No. Uh, Can we just before we before we move on to that? Yep. Where do we think Josh Alexander does ultimately end up? Back in TNA. <laughs> I mean, no, they 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 seem to have had their chance and have decided not to go with it. He, he has said he's still open to negotiating with them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just the natural fit. That they end up working something out, whether it's down the road or whatever. I mean, he. His look and style, I think, would work well in NWA. Yeah, I I don't know that NWA has the cachet to get anybody a work visa at this point. That's true. But um, <laughs> what I will say is this. I ultimately think he'll end up back at Impact. I think that's the smart spot for him to go back to because I'm not sure he's going to get main event level um, pushes anywhere else at this particular moment. That said, he's very, very close to Ethan Page. They were trying to work out a way for them to leave together, but his contract ran longer than Page's did. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't shock me if they reformed the North in, in AEW. And then AEW would not use that tag team. Because <laughs> <laughs> tag team wrestling matters over there, except it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I could see that too. They, they were a great team. Uh, they would be really good in AEW, but that doesn't seem to be a thing. They would be good in WWE, but Vince doesn't like Tate Emerson either, so there's that. Alright. All right. Um, yes? Are you are you segue, trying to segue into the big, big thing this week? Because there is one smaller well, thing mean, we should probably talk about first. Pretty much nothing else happened this week, right? Well, there's the one what's thing. The, what's the smaller thing that happened? T- Tony Khan goes on his little tweet spree last week about the Forbidden Door and this big signing and how they're the one and the same, and then we go to Dynamite, and they're two different things. But um, can we at least mention Keith Lee throwing Isaiah Cassidy completely across the ring? Because that was kind of badass. But I guess we're going to have to talk about what the big surprise was first, so... Yeah, Adam, talk about fucking up the flow. We were nowhere near talking about Dynamite right now. (laughs) Let me get my Dynamite notes up. Hold on. (laughs) Kidding, go. Who wants to start? Jason, 
you you well, were uh, a fan of Keith Lee well, in his time so, in NXT. Okay. So here's there's, there's so many different elements here. First, to Adam's right. point, they actually, and by Tony's own admission, he realized later on that he had fucked up the Forbidden Door. <laughs> yeah. Right. Admission. Not that they were two different things. He had Jay White up was the never term. supposed to be yeah. there. He just went and went. Ah, maybe I get Jay White to fill in that Forbidden Door thing that I fucked up. Yeah, which is an interesting way to do business. Yeah. Hey, let's just go sign another guy. Just you know, fuck it. I screwed up. Although I don't think Jay White is signed. He hasn't gotten the All Elite banner. He's still appearing on Impact. Um, I think he's just in this country currently, and they're using him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's having issues traveling back to Japan too. I think he's been on their shows. I think he's doing the. Uh, New Japan Dojo shows here in America, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, while he's here, he's working as much as he can in other places. So, um, also hasn't really done anything. He did a backstage vignette on on Dynamite yeah. and then a run in on Rampage, but hasn't given any indication of a feud or program, where he's going, why he's there. Uh, well, he, he um he hit his finisher on um the fuck was it was it Tremperetta? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, and he seemed seemed to be helping the box, but I don't know. It wasn't Friendhausen, I can tell you that. Um, he but, hasn't he hasn't wrestled in Japan since last May. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So he's been uh, stuck here, yeah. So it's interesting that we say he's been stuck here. <laughs> he's not Japanese. He's actually he lived. He's, True, but he was he was he's been working over there for a few years. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just stuck stuck in the country where you live is, is strange. True. And, Wait, uh, no, he doesn't. He's from New Zealand. Yeah, but he's been living in America. Oh. Uh, living so, in so, America. He was for a while, unless he moved back. I don't know. Um, Any anyway, event, the uh, the other part of this is we talked to the, talk about the Keith Lee part. Um, wasn't really surprised. I think we all knew it was going to be Keith Lee. Uh, mm. We all made bets, thinking in the event that it's not the obvious person, who would it be? Technically, um, I should get a point. No, no you, you don't. shouldn't. No, yeah, I you said don't. I said Jay White. No, and, you said Jay White. What, yeah. And what was my question? It wasn't this who's is coming through the bidding. Just for everybody door. knows, this is specifically for who beats Isaiah Cassidy to get in that match. I remember. And who did, and did you pick Keith Lee? <laughs> no, no. Then you then you did not technically win anything. You lost. You get nothing. <laughs> Good so, day, sir. So what Sal said. I I have been a huge fan of Keith Lee. I do like what he can do in the ring. I like. I am very impressed with his ability. Now that's a couple things. First off, he does not look like he's in great shape still. Um, he's got that fresh company 15. Hasn't taken that 90 days to sort of... And that may be just the result of still the medical issues he was dealing with. Who knows? Um, the other issue... And this is this is hard because, I, like I said, I am a fan of Keith Lee. For all of the AEW fans... Talking like Keith Lee is going to be this revelation that's going to push them over the top. Game changer. Game changer. Keith Lee has literally never been a successful top guy. In Ring of Honor, he was a tag team with Shane Taylor. They didn't see enough in him to make him a single star, top top of the card guy. In NXT, he eventually got to the top of the card for like two weeks before they called him up. Had him, I think he dropped the title in his first major defense, right? Yeah, um, got called up, and obviously we know what happened to WWE. 
Uh, I don't blame what happened in WWE on Keith Lee. I don't think that's a fair thing to say. I think they did. And we've seen Vince sort of overthink talents a lot. Um, and I think that's probably what happened with Keith Lee. Are you really out here trying to say Bearcat was a bad idea? Yeah. Well, it might be a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I think we need to temper expectations for where Keith Lee can go. My, I, I think a good run for Keith Lee is a good, solid, top of the mid-card, maybe TNT championship type run, a Miro level, because I don't see Miro being a heavyweight champion either. Um, I think that's where Keith Lee is, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that for right. people that think everybody... This is the interesting thing I think I've said on the show before about the IWC is they think everybody should be the world champion, but nobody, but nobody should ever should lose their titles. The right. yeah. mm-hmm. No, I... So there is a couple of different things we have to unbox, yeah. Um, and Troy, you, you, had, you had brought it up a couple weeks ago. You said, you know, there's no excuse. If, if they bring in all these people, if they don't bring in Keith Lee, there's something wrong. Yep. And now they have. And the thing is, it's not about just bringing in Keith Lee, because they brought in Jay Lethal. And that was not in anybody's anybody's uh, eyes like a successful way to to use Jay Lethal in the past three months. So you have Keith Lee there. Now he's automatically in this ladder match, which is not a match he's going to, you know, shine in. Um, and now you're kind of with your back against the corner because does Keith Lee win and automatically take the title from, uh, from Sammy? Or do you have Keith Lee branch off into another feud? Like, if you, if you fumble this, the race comments are not going to go away. I thought you were going to say if you butt fumble this. <laughs> and Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Uh, well, the the thing that uh, that we talk about all the time is how ridiculous it is when WWE brings up an NXT guy and clearly has no plans for them. But yet in AEW, what do we keep seeing? They sign these guys and don't seem to have any plans for them, or at least any sustained plans for them, because they hyped up Tony Nese as being the, the franchise player, this, this perfect free agent. Free agent. Mm-hmm. agent. He's had one match. He's been there for 120 days. Yeah. One match on TV. And then yeah, now you've got Keith Lee. He's coming in to... Andrade's a game changer. Yep, Andrade's a game changer. <laughs> he came in, has had three different managers at this point. What, four maybe at this point? And he just kind of keeps bouncing around. And that's the thing. It's like... Alistair Block's a game changer. Yep. Tony Khan keeps signing all these game changers, but has zero idea on how he's going to use them. Look at but look the at game what they has brought. not changed at all. No, Dude, look at Brian. It also, I mean, it also we hear from all these people that you know there's no there's no creative. It's you know you you go to Tony with your own story ideas, but also uh, we talked about it in the host this week. Uh, Miro's healthy, but hasn't been back on TV because creative has nothing for him. It's like so. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Does is it does creative have nothing for him because creative doesn't exist, or does creative yeah, so listen, exist listen. and we're just using it as they an map out their storylines two years, two years in a row? <laughs> it takes a while. The company's been around for three years. They've gone through that notebook. Well, I know, but they, they're they, on their next they, two years now. Right? No, they never made so another then, notebook. So then, it, just to say, just this to, was the notebook where Cody left. Hold yes. on, just for kicks. This is the notebook where Ryan Gosling cries in the rain. If you had, if you had a, if you had a notebook, right? 
So nice. then, why would you sign new people? Because they're not—they don't fit into those plans, right? <laughs> exactly. That, that, that was in so the notebook, motherfucker. Check the assignment. It's—it is a magic notebook. That's right. Uh-huh. It's like the Death Note notebook, but instead, it's I'm going to write my name, write somebody's name in this, and they're going to be released from WWE, and I'm going to be able to sign them. The biggest act. I just noticed on Twitch we have a thing that says if we raise a hundred dollars, we, we're doing a shirtless stream. Does that mean I have to whip mine out too, or is that just it? Adam? Doesn't it doesn't apply to podcast streams? Oh, oh okay. it's just Adam too. Okay. Um, so here's the thing, right? Why are you wearing a shirt right now? Good question. Because I, <laughs> I am. You shouldn't be. <laughs> you guys can put that to a vote. Go ahead. Yeah, I vote you keep a shirt on. So fuck you, Sal. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, here. buddy. Wouldn't you be a little bit like <laughs> weirded out if I voted the other way? <laughs> so the bi- one of the biggest them titties because I'm trying to see them. One <laughs> of the biggest and most surprising signings this company had was Daniel was Brian Danielson, right? That's surprising. They got spoiled. They, I mean, like when you know. When people were talking about him leaving after the Roman match, everybody was like, no, he's not going to sign with AEW. So they they absolutely blew their load immediately by having him fight Kenny. And then he went to another title program with Hangman, and now they don't know what to do with him either. Like KT, KT says the Death Note notebook is still firmly on Nick Khan's desk. Yeah. Um, now- but, but I really also... do hope they actually do have plans for Keith Lee past AEW Revolution. <laughs> uh, you're funny. We are also uh, we're also glossing over Tony Khan's major announcement that he made on Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sal, why don't you go ahead and tell us what Tony Khan's major announcement that he made on Dynamite was? All right. Hold on. Hold on. I got to hear. Hold on. Fuck you, Sal. Yeah. Sal yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, um, he did tweet out, like, oh, I, I, I forgot about it. Or I Is was... that an announcement on Dynamite, though? No. God. No. And is this not the third fucking time that we have had them say Tony Khan to make announcement on Dynamite and it not happen? Well, well it's, wor- it's worse a, than that. Because they a, Tony makes an announcement on Dynamite. Well, they actually brought it up during the first segment. They were like, oh, and coming up soon, Tony Khan will have an announcement. Yeah. we The Owen is still a thing, right? The Owen is starting when they go back to New York. Because AEW is starting to feel like Vade Hansen a bit, where they, they just keep talking about doing stuff and then it not happened. At least with Veer Mahan, you're like, he is still coming, technically. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they keep playing those vignettes, it's still okay. Uh, uh, we're starting to get to Emelina territory, but anyway. Tony Khan um, with the Owen is turning into the my pillow guy with the election fraud proof. Of that, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'll, I'll have more information uh, next month. Next month. Next month. Yeah, uh, boy. But again, this is this is what we talked about. Like, so Keith Lee makes his debut, and he's in this match. Are we going to see him tomorrow? Probably not, right? Because he's already in the match at Revolution. So there's your new signing that's potentially not going to appear on back-to-back episodes. CM Punk, by the way, tomorrow will yet again have a talk segment. <laughs> Wait, are you, you're saying are we going to see? Keith Lee at all, like backstage, all. or I think we see something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's true. You don't also, know. Uh, 
when, literally when, throw it in a fucking... Yeah. When did AEW do a brand split and put their tag team titles only on Rampage? That's a good question, too. Because I feel like every tag team title match that's been on TV has been on Rampage in the last, like, since Rampage that's, debuted. Since that's Rampage because Rampage. they... They, everyone keeps talking about how, oh, Jungle Boy's this, this big, like, he's the future of the company. Pillar. The company, the company doesn't even think that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the way that they book the tag titles right now, not that they've ever booked them very well if they weren't on the box, it, it is indicative of the fact that it's like, no, clearly they don't really look at him as, like, the future. I, and a big part of that is the fact that the motherfucker doesn't do promos. Wow. I mean, just run through the lists of programs that this company has started and completely dropped out of nowhere. Look, right. look, the crowd was obviously clamoring for the Ass Boys to get a title shot. Does anyone remember the big uh, FTR versus Best Friends feud that they built up for like three weeks yep. and never did anything with? Well? I know. <laughs> I don't even remember that. How about Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy? Yeah, that yep. I remember. Remember that one? How about... Uh, the Dark Order versus the Elite. Remember that one? The, the fake punches there that they got all that shit for? Remember that angle that was going to happen? Yeah, that's, no, that didn't happen either. Um, yeah. Hey, we had a really great long-term feud with Joey Janelle and Sonny Kiss, alright? <laughs> on Dark. It was on YouTube, but. At least KT, that's what I'm told. Right. KT can't wait for the, uh, for that fire program between Keith Lee and Danhausen. <laughs> I'm waiting for that payoff for the uh, Frankie Kazarian versus the Elite. That's, yeah, the Elite Hunter. Yeah, yeah that's oh he lost. The, oh, oh, I have that payoff. He lost. He, he got or the didn't Christian the, started a program with somebody too that ended up just sort of, oh, Matt Hardy yeah. like six times. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Matt Hardy stalked off through the crowd during a match this week in a subtle nod to his brother. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah War, Warlow and MJF has been on and off about seventeen <clears throat> times. That's long term storytelling, Jason. Right. Yeah. Although it is, it is, it is an indicative company for, for Meltzer to, or an appropriate company for Meltzer to be, have his wagons hitched to because apparently plans change a lot in this company. So. Yeah. Speaking of plans changing in AEW. Now the boom, game. you're now welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, this morning, we had a, a very interesting development. Suddenly, the at Cody Rhodes Twitter account became Cody Rhodes again, instead of the AEW community outreach that it's been labeled as. And there was a uh, very colorful message posted on there, and I'll go ahead and read it for you. I have loved my time at AEW. Amazing locker room, amazing fans, amazing people. The revolution was indeed televised, and I've been incredibly lucky to be a part of that. First, I want to thank Tony Khan. He's taken the baton and run with it, and it was an honor to work with him and to know him on a personal level. He's a beautiful soul. I love him. I want to kiss him deeply. Obviously, yeah, need tasty dick. Yes, no homo. Obviously, need to thank my incredible <clears throat> wife and the mother of my baby girl, Brandy for all of her love and support throughout this journey together and the amazing relationship she fostered with Culture City and the American Heart Association. And the chocolate titties. That's right. I also need to thank Nick and Matt Jackson. These two, whether they know it or not, took an undesired and not confident little little cub and gifted me the confidence to become a leader of the pack. 
Kenneth Omega, Chris Jericho, Chicken, we started the fire. I must thank Tim with Keith M. Greg W. and the amazing production crew who understood and captured the vision with such grace. I can't name everybody, even though I tried to. But thank you to Mega, Margaret, Harrington, Jeff Jones, Dana, Tony Schiavone, Byrne, Raff, and the hardest worker in the game, QT Marshall, for propping me up and kicking me in the ass when I was running on fumes. I must thank all my kiddos, MJF, Jade, Sammy, Darby, Lee, Ricky, Tom, The Guns, Brock, Velvet, Nyla, Aubrey, Turner, Vanilla, Solo, Spears, Julia, Anna, Will, Wardlow, Sunny, Fuego, One, and of course, Negative One. So you said that you weren't going, you didn't have time to name everybody, and then you just did. Also, <laughs> my kiddos, isn't Sean Spears older than Cody Rhodes? Yes. While we're at it. Who's, who's Vanilla? I was just going to say that. Half the roster, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well played. While we're at it, give Jade the Cody Vader. Also, I need to take a moment to thank the great partners at Warner Media, including Bert or Brett, Sam, and the rest of the team. I have so many milestones and beautiful memories of this Renaissance through sweat, blood, tears, litter of fire, and all that. I left it all on the mat. Everything pales in comparison to the final contribution I was empowered to lead at the at the company, the community outreach team. In the most inward moments, our outward behavior and our ability to take fame influence and do something of value for the community is blah 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 bullshit bullshit bullshit. I am confident Amanda Huber will lead the department with style. I'm so proud of my creations and contributions and the items I supported or collaborated on with such beautiful professionals. Thank you, fans. Y'all did the work. Let's live forever. And nowhere in this gigantic fucking statement did he say, I'm leaving AEW, by the way. (laughs) So when you read that, you're just like, so he's just talking about how great the company is? (laughs) So that was his statement. Yep. So let's go to Brandy. Oh no! What the? No, I thought we were W statement. There, they in the timeline they came last. Brandy Rhodes, a heartfelt, a heartfelt thank you to every fan that has supported me in AEW. So, like two people, it was an honor to be the company's first chief brand officer. Made up title, and the thank you list is long, so I'll try not to wander. Thank you to Culture City, which sounds like a fucking KKK rally, Illinois, and the American Heart Association for allowing me to cultivate these amazing partnerships. Thank you to every AW heel that helped me build a dream community for female fans that they had to pay for. Thank you to every AW wrestler and talent that worked hard to create a locker room, uh, a great locker room environment. Thank you to the production team, makeup team, and seamstresses. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin, QT, Jerry Lynn, and Liv Bates for every ounce of energy, help, and encouragement you provided. Thank you to my husband for being that constant rock and partner every single day. Thank you to TNT, TBS, and Warner Media for treating my family like your family. Thank you to Tony Khan for giving me the opportunity and platform. I move forward with my daughter and this quote in mind. We must take time to define our own path. Too quickly, we can find the world defining it for us. Also, I'll see you on the flippity flip. Also, I'm a black bitch. So, I noticed there's quite a few oh, less people. Line, <clears throat> right. There's quite a few less people named in her, her report, none of which are her, her people that she fights on a weekly basis. I like that you said chief brand officer made up title, so I googled it. The, yep. the Wikipedia entry for chief brand officer is two sentences. 
Yep. <laughs> and the first sentence, a chief brand officer is a relatively new executive level position at a corporation, company, organization, or agency, which typically reports to the CEO or board of directors and is responsible for a brand's image, experience, and promise. Yes. Relatively Meaning new. That one of the stands wrote that and tried to make it so that you didn't know that it was just an AW. Actually, I checked. This, got- this, this article's been around since December of 2013. Right, anyways, yeah, that's all that's been in there. Pretty much. Uh, then we got AW making a post. Now, mind you, uh, this is the only thing that we have heard from Tony Khan. He hasn't tweeted from his own personal account about it. Um, Cody and Brandy Rhodes are, were integral to the launch of All Elite Wrestling. Cody's ability combined with his boldness and his passion for our industry and his love for community outreach helped AW deliver on our mission to give fans what they needed for far too long. Something new, innovative, and lasting. Sure. Brandy helped us shape the AW story, and I appreciate how hard she fought for us both in the ring and out of the ring, competing in the women's division while advancing our efforts at inclusion and civic causes, including great partnership with Culture City and the American Heart Association. I have immense respect and appreciation for Cody and Brandy, and I wish them both the best as they move on from AEW. Thank you, Cody and Brandy. Tony Khan. General asshole clown. I like the fact that they were just like, uh, copy off my paper, but make sure it looks different. Because they just kept being like, Culture City, an American Heart Association. (laughs) Also, uh, on that post, uh, our favorite douchebag, JD from New York, Cody isn't going anywhere before he wins the AW Championship. I'll believe this when I see it. I don't believe for a minute that man is going to Stanford. What a fucking prick. That was probably my favorite part of today, was reading all of the people online just losing their collective shit over this news. And all the people... I thought most of the stands turned on him anyway. Oh, they... uh, See, that's the thing. They did... But they, this this was a new opportunity for them to be even bigger dicks to him, because <laughs> now because now he's actively turning his back on the on the company that that helped him become a star in their words, and he's going to the devil, he's going to the the bad guys, and now they hope that he fails. And and there was there was Stardust was trending because of course it was because people were going he's just going to be turned back into Stardust again and like. All of that shit, but also like, uh, like I said, immediately you had uh, that fucking fat piece of shit who stole money from the government turning around and being like, "By the way, did you remember that this happened?" It's like, well, you didn't talk about that until this news came out. That was weird. Yeah, it, it was. Every one of them were turning on him, but um, the the last bit that we get before I get we give our our statements on it was uh, dipshit himself <clears throat> who had nothing to say about this and has constantly been talking about how Cody's going to resign and and everything's going to be fine and stuff like that, Uh, claimed today that the reason why Cody is not returning to AEW is budget cuts. Yeah. Weird how that works that way, huh? So the... I don't don't buy budget cuts. (laughs) They're sticking to a budget. That's what he said. But they can't. Is, they can't pay him enough, Jason. Well, Go ahead. Sorry. That's that's a better way of saying it. That they can't pay him enough. It's not a budget cut per se. It's a. I'm a founder of this company. I need more money than what you gave Danielson and Punk. And we can't and then, do that. Right. That's exactly. what this comes down to. I'm not going to take less than those guys. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what happens when you do this, when you run the company like this, when you're constantly bringing in new guys that you're paying top-of-the-card money to. The other guys who have been your top-of-the-card guys want more than those guys. Yep. Right. And rightfully so, for their part. Um, I'm glad to see that my my position of Cody working for WWE the whole time has finally been proven correct. <laughs> no, um, no, that's pretty much that's pretty much exactly what happened here. Um, but no, I. It's been a long time coming. It was I think a year ago, year and a half ago on this show that I started talking about the fact that Cody wasn't getting along with everybody backstage anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, and that the reason, the primary source of issue between him and the other EVPs is that they have very different views of what professional wrestling is. Yeah. Cody comes from the long-term, dusty, the dusty card, you know, like the long-term storytelling, the slow build of a storyline to an eventual payoff, and the Bucks are just hotshot guys, and so is Kenny. Hotshot it and just get it there. And those two things were at odds quite a bit, and I don't think they disliked each other personally, but I do think that it created a lot of tension and a lot of disagreement, a lot of arguing about what direction they should be going in. Do you think that the sheer amount of guys signed in the past three months had something to do with it as well? Well, I mean, that, like I said, from the from the standpoint of how much you're paying them, absolutely. No, I, I was. I'm talking more about the fact that Cody has seen all of these guys come in from from WWE, while the guys that he helped bring into AEW were not getting you know, re-upped and we're getting pushed down the card and things like that. Do you think that that might be a little bit of a two, is that he looked at it as, you know, where's my place in this? I'm going to say no only because everything I know about Cody is that his long-term vision for himself is not in ring. It was, it's, it's being, you know, a force as a backstage guy. Yeah. Um, I think he particularly took on this challenge because he liked the notion of being an executive in a large professional wrestling company. So to that end, having big names is good for them. And he understands, you know, Brian Danielson's going to bring more eyeballs to the product than, you know, Joey Janela is. I don't think Cody's too simplistic to understand that. Mm. Um, so I don't necessarily think that had so much to do with it. Um, I think it's probably more of the money issue and the, um, and maybe there is an element of maybe he lost some power backstage because of his, I mean, like we said, if, if his vision of wrestling is at odds with everybody else's, he's outnumbered in that group. So that all may have just sort of come to a head. Yeah, I know that we had that story not too long ago, um, not from Meltzer, of course, but from other people where they were saying, like, no, Tony has completely taken back over the company, and the EVPs are not really involved in any of the storytelling things or anything like that. And I, I do wonder. There was a there was a lot that once once we got this puzzle piece in of like he's leaving there was a lot of the other ones that kind of fit into place or it was like okay well actually this does sound more like I, I was one too at first I was like no this this sounds like their typical kind of worked bullshit but more and more 
once started coming out and I started thinking about it a little bit more, I was like, you know what, though? This is a dude who clearly has an issue with the way that the fans have turned on him. And, like, just watching him on that shitty reality show, you could kind of see that there were some situations where, like, it, it almost felt like he was uncomfortable in some of the situations he was in. And I don't know if that's just because he's a fucking prick, but... um yeah, then you get, like, these stories of, like, oh, there, there's some turmoil in it, and then, like, he, I mean, his booking the past six months has been god-awful, right? Like, he, he appears and does, like, a little bit of a fucking storyline, and then he disappears again. And I know he's got a lot of other things going on, but, like, for AEW, I can see why Tony would be like, why would I pay you when you're not even a full-time wrestler at this point? But that's, right. so that's sort of the short-sighted nature of Tony Khan not really getting promoting because every appearance Cody makes on the Go Big Show is an opportunity to bring more eyeballs to AEW. Right. That's why you know Vince wants those reality shows that people for years shit on him for yet AEW fans swallow it up when it's Cody and Brandy. Um, but that's why Total Bell has existed to bring in a new demographic a new group of people that weren't watching his show by giving them a version of his product that they that's in a format they like. So if you don't see value in that, then you don't understand how to promote a wrestling company or really any company. Yeah. Fair. Um. So Adam's been well, remarkably quiet in this conversation. I've just been letting you. Guys As the go. biggest Brandy Rhodes fan on the podcast, <laughs> I think we're all dying to hear what you think. About Shut this your whore mouth. Um, <laughs> I, st- I I was kind of in the same boat as Troy. The way I think the way Troy just described it was perfect. When we started talking about this this morning, I was like, "There's no way, there's no way this is true." With Cody going back to WWE, not a chance. But the more things came out, the more things I read, the more things I saw, you know, retweeted on Twitter and posted on Facebook and everywhere. I was like, "This could actually be a thing." Um. And it's it's definitely a, a surprise. Um, but if Cody goes back to Stamford, where does he fit in? I, I think those are two different things. I don't think we can automatically assume that Cody's going to reach a deal and, and go back to the WWE. Now, would he want to? Sure. Uh, is Vince going to pay him Brock money? No. No, no, he's not. If they work something out, that's on Cody. He's the one that has taken this mantle for the past three years and been like, fuck the Fed. He's literally made it his priority on TV and even on Twitter. Every single thing he has said for the past three years has been fuck WWE. If he wants to fucking take a big check... Or a medium wait, 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 hold, 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 hold on. Who has said that? Cody. That's that's bullshit. Cody has not been all fucked WWE. Dude, no, you remember the throne? The throne. The throne, was, the throne was its own thing, but then he also followed it up talking about how WWE took him from nothing in the business and made him a star. Yes, and he said, no, no, he's he very said complimentary the right of everything about he WWE when he's had right this Well, that's not what you just said. You just but said no. he's taken every opportunity to shit on the company. And he, hasn't. he has not taken a shot every single program he's had. He has not made a veiled he, shot during one of his promos. Has, has he taken shots? Yes. Has he taken any, like, real major ones? No. 
He's no, not but been he just one. can't help himself, though. Has he taken anything worse than, than Triple H's, that pissing at company to Billy Gunn? Exactly. No, he just has to okay. do it more often. No, that's okay. that, so, and, and so that's who the fired that Cody, first yeah. shot? I thought the throne came first, to be honest, but... Well, Cody, Cody fired the first shot, but the, but that doesn't matter. What 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 Jason is trying to say is the fact that Cody has always been very smart about his his digs at WWE. Most of it's been because he still created. works there. Well, no, <laughs> no, and, I, and that's the uh, thing too. Cody and Brandy have very quickly burned their bridge at every single wrestling company they've been in for the past five years. No, they haven't. Really, only Ring our, of Honor. Only, our, only Ring of Honor. Impact Wrestling. No, he'd be he'd be welcome back there in a second. He 100%. absolutely said he would never go back there. Now, of course, he's a liar because he also said that? he'd never go back to WWE. <laughs> Where did he yeah. say that? Brandy he has said it. Well, now we went from he said it to Brandy said it. Yeah, this is it's hard to have these conversations with you, Sal, because your point changes as you go along. Okay, I can't remember exactly which one of them said it, but I know that they said that they would never go back to Impact. Which is not really surprising or news breaking. I believe it was Global Force at that point, so they're not going back there. <laughs> so you don't think he's a hypocrite if he goes back if he signs no. with the WWE? No. I think he's the biggest hypocrite walking. Now, That's bullshit. I, now I have been hating in a wrestling landscape where CM Punk still exists. There is no bigger hypocrite in professional wrestling. Well, if he went back to, he'd be a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> he said he was never no. going back to wrestling. He no, said wrestling uh, fans were losers who got fired up over fake fights. I, I know, I know. So don't don't come at me with fucking some of don't, the fake Don't come at me that Cody... Look, you said it a few months ago. Cody and Brandy want nothing more than to be famous. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So if he goes back to WWE... And who's got again, a bigger profile? That's not a guarantee. Everybody's acting like he's already going to fucking got a mania match. Like... Guys, why would Vince, with everybody he's cut in the past two years, why would he bring Cody back on money that Cody wants? Because he didn't want to lose Cody to begin with. Um, if he didn't, he would have resigned him. You know, what are you talking about? Cody asked for and got his release. Hold on, that's hold on, re- hold that's hold on, revisionist hold on. history, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, Sal. What? Did they release Drew McIntyre? No, they didn't. Oh yes, originally, yeah. They okay. Released him so then, what happened when? Well, so what happened after Drew McIntyre was released? He went on the Indies. He made and a name proved himself, that he, he can be a top guy. He rebuilt his image and rebuilt his profile and became a top guy. Was yeah. Stardust the top guy when he left? Would you say Cody Rhodes is a much more high-profile potential top guy now than Stardust not, was when he he's left? He's not a top guy. Then you're, mis- you're you're insane. Cody Rhodes is not in the WWE. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent not. There, 100%. I can I can give you ten names in the WWE that would main event over Cody right now. Who have more charisma, better promo skills, more believably better looking, greater story? No lineage. He's got the full package for what Vince, Vince looks would for. Never see that. You're one. <laughs> I'm surprised you're one of you're. You're going to side with the internet on this. Do you think Cody's going to be a universal champion someday? I don't know about never. universal champion. This is, never. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Again, now stop being an IWC fan. Jack Swagger was Top champion. Guy too. does not mean universal <laughs> champion. Well, that okay. I don't think he can be a okay. No, see that's that's can the he problem. Slot, can he slot into the space that was vacated by Daniel Bryan? Absolutely. That's a top guy spot. 
Just admit that I'm right. Just no, go no, ahead. You no, want to no, say it. We no. all know you want to say it. Go ahead. No, it depends on which year of Daniel Bryan you're talking about because No, it doesn't. Oh no, no, stop. Okay. No, right. no, dude, Cody Rhodes is not I taking Roman Reigns' spot. Cody Rhodes is not taking Bobby Lashley's spot. Cody Rhodes is not going to be a top guy. So Cody a Rhodes isn't guy. taking the spots of people who still have their spots. Got it. That was not what I said. Again, <laughs> you're changing the argument. Could he slide into the Daniel Bryan spot that was vacated? No. Okay, then you're wrong. That's fine. No, I'm not. 100% you are. There's so many more guys in WWE right now that would be booked over Cody. Who have the lineage to Dusty Rhodes and Vince McMahon's Vince ears. shit about his fucking lineage. And by the way, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Vince is a petty bitch. So he would push Cody just to fuck over AEW. No, he would put Cody down the fucking drain just to fuck with AEW. No, no, he wouldn't. Okay. And just All to right. fuck with Cody. Hey, Let back during the Monday Night Wars, Please. back during the Monday Night Wars, when he would fucking hire guys from WCW, they got a lot of TV time when they came over, didn't they? Depends on who you're talking about. There was a lot of guys he buried very quickly when they Big came over. Big name guys when they came over from WCW? Yeah. Jericho got buried? No. No, no. After he bought the company. The, oh, so, so Chris Benoit and Booker T. They all, they oh, all got buried? please. Booker T. Chris Benoit. So they, they, they bought WCW in 2001, and they gave Chris Benoit the title in 2004. Chris oh Benoit, God. by the way, who never worked for the WWE prior like Cody has. Okay. But that's for okay. Somebody, for somebody you who think Cody's a top as a knowledgeable wrestling fan, you continue to miss the mark by a lot. Dude, I'm telling you, Cody will never be in a world title match for the WWE oh again. My God. That's me saying that right now. He will never be a main eventer in the WWE. That's hey, uh, hey, Sal. Everyone, everyone remembers when uh, Hulk Hogan, who previously worked for WWE, left and worked for WCW and made them a ton of money, came back and won the title in 2002, right? Really going to compare Hulk Hogan to Cody Rhodes? I'm just way, saying. When you're, uh, when, you're, when you're talking about he'll never be a main eventer, you're aware that Austin Theory is in a main event this weekend, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're 100% aware. aware. I'm you aware. aware that you don't think Eddie... you'd be a little bit above on the card where Austin Theory is? No. Okay, then. That, I mean, are you Again, I don't even think he's getting signed. I don't even then think he's getting signed. Then there's no point in you continuing in this conversation with us. Adam, what are your thoughts on Cody Rhodes signing with WWE? I will say it, it did bring us a couple of good uh, Vince McMahon Googling tweets today. Um, my personal favorite. Uh, Do the Saudis like Stardust? All in caps. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Will the Saudis like Stardust? And uh, the other one, neck tattoo removal for new signee. Um, yeah, he could. Uh, I just, it's. If he was that upset with with being, I mean, I can see it. If, if they let him come back as as himself, because I, I don't think they're going to do a Stardust thing. Right. Um, because that was his, that was why he requested his release back in 2016 to begin with. Um, but if we can go back, I mean, not even to dashing. If we can just go back to Cody Rhodes and with the smoke and mirrors theme song, mm-hmm. I could be all right with that. So let's let's talk about the the can, ripple can I, effect. Can I just say one more thing? I guess sure. Okay. Over the last couple of years, Sal. WWE has Boy. lost Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. Barry, uh, Choo Choo Champion, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, yep. Daniel Bryan. Yep. They've lost several guys who spent time at the top of the card. 
So if you don't think there are spots open for someone like Cody Rhodes to slide in, then you are not paying attention, sir. Dude, you said they lost. You realize they released them, right? Like they didn't need them. No, I don't need that. They don't need Wyatt. They don't need in Nick Khan's mind and Vince McMahon's mind. They don't need those guys. So why would they need Cody? Okay, so by that that logic, they're just never going to sign anyone again. Not Cody. Biggie and Kofi were both champions. This this past two years, yeah, and they like, would probably get spots again over somebody like Cody. But they were they got heated up, won the championship, lost it, and were, were relegated back. You you don't think that Cody Rhodes is going to potentially be? I Cody think, Rhodes was almost in the world title picture before your he left. Rewind your memory. Rewind your memory. Go away from the shitty AEW booking of Cody Rhodes because that's poisoning your memory. Go back no, no, to no. All Out. No, no. Well, let me finish. Go back to All Out. Go back to that emotional story in the mm-hmm. ring that he told with Nick Aldis over the NWA championship belt. Go back to that. That was WWE booking 101, and it was the best fucking match on the card because of it, because Cody can pull that off like very few people can. I'll do you one better. When he was when he was booking his angle with his brother, I thought it was one of the best compelled angles I've seen in a long time. There you go. That, that, no, no, no. Thank you for let making that point. I, I appreciate no, no, it. Let me finally finish. came around and agreed with me. Let's let move me on. finish. I don't think Cody isn't good enough. I think Vince McMahon will never let a guy that did what Cody did in public all those fucking months had a hand starting AEW. Trust me, he will never make Cody a main eventer. If Chris, if Chris Jericho will be back in two years. You mean like Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, yeah. those other people that left and came back to top spots? Despite uh, that, Rhodes has consistently spoken highly of WWE in the years since his departure, that. adding that there are no grudges between him and the company sure and understands any decisions the company makes regarding him are largely business-based. Yep. I was just going to read that to you. Every time Warrior came back, he went right back to the fucking top of the I car because Vince, Vince doesn't hold grudges, right? Troy and I were both laughing at Jason doing the mic drop and then bending down to get something on his floor and just completely disappearing from the screen. It was very I'm well. Sorry, was when great. did Warrior come back and not have a top spot? Uh, 96. What did he do in 96? Literally fought Jerry Lawler. What was that return? He fought Triple H when Triple H was nothing. Oh, you mean when he had a big return that was hyped at WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that was a tough. Now that now you're gonna tell me that was a tough spot on the card to match against a '96 Triple H. No, oh, I'm gonna tell you it was promoted turned to squash somebody. It's a giant match at WrestleMania. Yes. And then what they do, do with I, him after that? Do I need to remind you that Eric Bischoff has what a, was a high-ranking level of WWE after WCB went under? The literal guy who spent his entire wrestling career trying to end the WWE was eventually general manager of one of their shows and head writer. Executive director. Behind the scenes. You also you also remember that the guy who's made an entire living off of a podcast making fun of Vince McMahon is now his second in command, right? Oh, who was his second in command before? Come on. Who was exiled from the company. Who's always been brought back ever since 87. I mean, they this isn't the first time Bruce left the company. Uh, this is it was fun. the first it's time like he got brought back in a position follower. of authority. <laughs> he left in 92, and they brought him back in a position of authority. For cameos. You. 
I don't I don't know why we continue doing the circle jerk. Like, you, what I'm going to do, uh, Adam, here, here's what I want you to do, right? I want you to, to take this conversation. Right? Edit it out completely? You yeah. got it. <clears throat> no, 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 no. I want you to save it. And then in two months, mm-hmm. when when Cody Rhodes is fighting for the championship. I just oh, at Mania. Oh, yes. Oh, please. And we're going to save back. it. Save yeah. it. Yeah. When yeah. Cody gets the WWE title shot at Mania this year, let me know. He's not gonna, no, he's not getting the title shot at Mania. Well, that's what Troy just Dude, chill the fuck out, man. Dude, you're telling you, you are, guys are amazing to me. Like, you don't remember how petty Vince has been in his life? Like, what? What, is, what's more what petty would make than you think? What's more petty than taking the guy that AEW built their show around and then, then, then couldn't come to, to an agreement with and making him a huge star? That guy would be Kenny Omega. That guy would not be Kenny Well, that's not going to happen because Kenny right. Omega is a turd. And I guarantee you that Vince will not put Cody in the world title picture if he decides to he, resign him again. Cody Rhodes was, was in the world title picture before he left. No, he was not. Yes, he was. When when Cody and and Eden Styles were going to go away for their honeymoon, and WWE forgot they were giving them time off, he started a storyline that Cody. put him in the world title picture. I don't recall this at all. Wasn't he still Stardust? That was after he came back from his wedding, and that they started all of that stuff. Here, I will go ahead and. Uh, I literally remember the last thing he did with Stardust. I don't remember him being anything but Stardust. Lovely. You know what? Actually. Oh, you're going to tell me. Okay. Cody's last appearance on WWE TV was Stardust. I'm not talking about his last appearance, dipshit. I'm talking about before he went on his fucking thing, when he got fired from his job and had to put his title, uh, his, his job on the line. He was in a match against WWE champion Randy Orton. He lost and was fired, and then they brought him back, and he continued that storyline, and that's when they brought in Goldust back to the company. He was in the world title picture. He didn't win it, but he was in it. That That happened. Him and Dustin beat Legacy for the title. Yes, exactly. But tell me again how I'm I'm making up shit. I could literally Google right now Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton, and I can show you the fucking match. I thought you said... Specifically, nope. didn't he said before he left. Before he left, right? The company. He left a year later. I meant. <laughs> and what did he do for that year? He was Stardust, which is why yeah. I didn't remember him being in the title picture before he left. Okay. And what was Drew McIntyre doing before he got fired? Uh, I jobbing. Yeah. So, what is he doing now? Right. Drew McIntyre didn't start his own fucking company and come out there with a throne on all elite. Or all became the face of impact. <laughs> yes. Which at the time was the number two company in professional wrestling. So do Can you think I, it's a, wait, so let me back up for a second. Do you guys think it's a guarantee that he's not just leaving wrestling to go do Whatever he wants to do in Hollywood, you no, think he's he automatically wants, signing with the WWE? 
He wants to to put the Rhodes name as a main eventer in WWE because his father was never that that person, and he wants to change that. All right, so we're on our fourth different version of your argument here because now the argument is no longer would Vince sign him, would Vince use him. It's do you think he wants to go back? No, 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 no. That's no, literally the question that. you just asked. No. Do you, do you think it's a guarantee he's going back? I don't think anybody said it was a guarantee. Okay, so then Which if he's is, not again, even not guaranteed to we go having. back, nope. then obviously he can't be a main eventer in WWE if he never goes back in the first place. So let's pump the brakes. Well, I, I guess fi- you I got find me a there, sound Sal. I gotta find a sound bite. You know what? I just gotta do the Mexican hat dance. That's what I'll do. You you do whatever you want, <laughs> Because you just go around and around and You guys are already putting him in the main event at WrestleMania. No. Okay? No, nobody's doing that. What we're saying is he had, Vince would see a possibility to use him in a world title program. Kevin Owens is used regularly in world title programs, and I would think Cody would be held similarly to Kevin Owens in terms of charisma, mic skills, yeah. And ability to wrestle the WWE style. I'm not disputing his ability. I'm disputing Vince's pettiness. Well, that's actually not what you were disputing earlier. No, that is 100%. Now that we're on that, again, we've gone through this time and time again. We can give you a list in triplicate of guys who have come back and gotten big pushes after leaving Vince. Scott Steiner should be at the top of that list, right? Because I'm sure he'll he'll be the first one to tell you how what how much. He loved his run coming back in 2000. Hey, what was that big? What was that? How how big of a single star was Scott Steiner before he left WWE the first time? Right, and I'm sure he'd be the first one to tell you how much he was, how much he thinks he was used right when he came back. Right, because Scott Steiner was universally regarded as one of the top in-ring workers during his run as Big Papa Pomp, right? No, but he was the WCW champion right before Booker T well, beat him on the last Nitro. How many? Yeah, so, is, okay. so is fucking David Arquette. Okay. Oh, that's low. Right. Scott Steiner's regarded a little bit better hey. than David Arquette. Hey. Anyway, we can. How many? How many? How many interviews has Maria Kanellis done where she ripped WWE? She was back for a little bit, right? Melina, same no, thing. No, she's ripped them a lot more since she's left again. But you know, Mickey, Mickey James. She just came back. Yes, it was for one event, but she just came back. She very publicly called out WWE and, and their, their... And they apologized to her. They know they fucked that up. Yeah, and Cody Rhodes has said there was no hard feelings about him getting fired. He asked Chris Rhodes. Cody Cody requested to be released. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cody requested to be released. He got released. They let him go. And guess what? Kurt Angle left and was the face of TNA for a long time and came back. Right? Yeah. So... What again? You're trying. You're 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 thinking like the like the internet people do that AW is anything to WWE. No, that no no no. But he went no 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 no. Hold on hold on hold on. Let's be fair here. He went and started his own promotion. Yes. And competed against Vince. And it's not like Jeff Jarrett has ever come back and gotten a job working with WWE (laughs) after he started his own promotion. It took 16 years, dude. And it took three years for Cody. Okay, that's a little bit different. 
Like, no, it's not. No, it <laughs> is. People, people will eventually, like, let go of grudges. But, like, this is too There's no grudge. There's no grudge. You say no that, grudge. like, Vince does not... Is not going to be petty about this shit. You say that like what you know Vince McMahon personally. Yeah, you say that as if you're if you are 100 percent positive that Vince is going to be petty. Everything we've seen is Vince has been willing to rehire people, and we've we've heard it before that he was trying to rehire Cody before. The fact that it, he's sitting there and going to rehire him now tells you everything you need to know. I don't know why we're we're not even arguing about something that that matters. Because the the whole story is that Cody's leaving AEW, he's most likely going to WWE. You're arguing about booking, that he's going to go to WWE and be a, a big star and stuff like that. But none of us are saying that. We're not saying that he's going to he's going to be a 800 day champion. We're saying that he has a chance oh to God, be a big player in that, and like an upper mid card guy, somebody they can heat up and put into a title picture because he's already a two-time IC champion. He's a multi-time tag team champion there. They've put titles on him before and his star is bigger now that he's left. He's on a fucking TV show uh, over there called the Go Big Show. Like, he's a, a bigger star now and Vince will sit there and he'll look at that and go, this is a guy who's a host of a fucking reality show that gets two million views. I can use him and we can cross-promote cross that. more views than Dynamite gets. Yes. Do you think <laughs> that's if, what we're saying. Do you think if he does win the Universal title or the WWE title, he brings back the Winged Eagle belt? That'd be awesome. That'd All be right, so let's, let's talk about the ramifications of these two twats leaving, right? So first and foremost, uh, there's the possibility of it leaving a little bit of a power gap or uh, 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 a, because of the fact that Cody was an EVP, right? Sure. And then you've got Cody already has said that like he has he is passing on his duties as the community outreach guy to Amanda Huber. So we already know that is there. Um who runs Heels now? Because Brandy's leave a, gone. Leave a Bates probably. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Watch it be like so, QT Marshall or something. Alright. <laughs> so so them leaving is it really impacting things in the backstage of AEW? By the way, yes. Somehow, heels is still a thing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been already lined up their succession for a lot yeah. of things. Go ahead. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it doesn't impact things in the back. Because here's the thing: sure. with that, who's that person now? Who's the one that has the cachet and the balls to step up and tell the Bucks and Kenny that, hey, this isn't a good idea. Let's not do this. <laughs> Who's the one that has that ability to step up to them and challenge them? Dustin. Cody did. Dustin. Cody would regularly challenge their ideas. And whether Tony sided with Cody or sided with the Bucks on any given issue doesn't matter. But who is the one now that steps up and gives Tony that opposing viewpoint? Well, that was the same issue we had in WCW when nobody was able to stand up to Hogan and... Or Nash, Nash, or yeah. whatever. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so I, I don't know if wait, it leaves a big just, gap as an EVP because you already you already mentioned earlier that you know Tony Khan's basically taken everything over already. Anyway, yeah. Cody Rhodes and Amanda Huber were running the community outreach as a as a team, and now Cody's gone, so it's just Amanda. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's these are these are like I said, heels, but who gives a shit? So these are things that, that these people were already doing. Right. On the plus side, community outreach will now spell everyone's name correctly. Cause that's <laughs> uh-huh. um, sure. uh, wait, wait, wait. Just, just one thing about the impact of Cody leaving. Um, mm-hmm. 
the one the first thing I thought of is that if we haven't enjoyed Dynamite as much in the past year or so, because we're seeing more of Tony Khan's booking or Kenny's booking, then it's only going to get worse. That's true. Well, we talked about this. Do you remember all the crazy? Do you remember all the crazy ideas Vince Russo had when he was teaming with Eric Bischoff to run WCW? Yeah. And then Bischoff left, and Russo could do whatever the fuck he wanted. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. exactly. Well, we talked about we talked about um, um, there were the separate shows. How why the fuck is QT Marshall fighting Paul White on a pay per view? Oh, it's because QT and Tony write the book. Okay. <laughs> So, um, oh, so my, hold on. can I can I say one more thing here? Because yeah. you started, you you asked the impact of Cody, and I mm-hmm. I do think it, it we would be remiss to not mention when we talk about how big this is. I I don't think people understand or really do the math in their head about how big this is. I I legitimately will sit here and tell you I don't think there is an AEW today if Cody Rhodes does not get released from WWE. That was, to me, the catalyst, the spark sure, that set sure. everything off. Sure. The Bucks and Kenny were perfectly happy in, in New Japan and Ring of Honor and bouncing around the indies. And Cody was sort of the impetus for them to take that challenge from Meltzer to fill an arena and then to turn that into their own promotion. I've said many times on this show, like, Cody, to me, was one of Vince's big misses. And, Sal, to your point, when Vince has misses... Vince likes to fix those misses. I think he can view Cody as a miss. I think that's something where he can look and say, wow, this guy really was able to do it without the Stardust gimmick. He really did have that thing that he told me he had, and I told him he didn't. Similar to what he did with McIntyre. That's the comp to me, McIntyre and Cody. Fair. Um, So Just to wrap that up. Uh, I think this is a miss by Tony Khan to not work something out with Cody. I don't particularly enjoy Cody and Brandy. That doesn't matter. The the like Jason said, the impact this man had on this company, and now you're taking that piece away. I I question why Khan wouldn't do everything he could to work out a deal. Khan. Well, <laughs> well, to that to that point, we were talking about this in the host earlier. We were dealing with this Paige Van Zant Brandy bullshit last week. Yeah. And now suddenly, they're gone. Again, I, the impression I get through all this story, and, and this, don't get me wrong, could be entirely at work, is that this was a situation where all sides thought, hey, we're going to sit down and we'll eventually figure this out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then they sat down and they went, oh, shit, we are way further apart than we thought we were. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanted to talk about that. It, how much of a hit does AEW's uh, perception take? That the, this whole time they've talked about how, like, he's just got, like, this unlimited cash flow and he'll just throw money at any problems and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden we started to hear, like, they couldn't offer Kevin Owens the money that WWE could. And now same you've got, and, and same thing as same as Zane, and now you've got another person that they just couldn't throw enough money at to keep them happy. Like, are there, are, are they going to take a huge hit in perception of the fact that, like, Here's these guys working for AEW, but they're still like the goal is still to go to A to WWE, right? The problem is I don't get I don't get that last part there. What do you mean the goal is still to go to WWE? 
that that's the it's still an upgrade to go to WWE is what I'm saying. Like Cody, Cody is leaving because WWE can offer him more money, kind of thing. And like, well, for it's just the thing, and this is not a one size fits all situation. For certain people, the money isn't what it's about. Younger guys right. in the business who think they have their whole future in front of them. They want to go, a guy like Adam Cole, we just saw him walk away from a ton of money to go have fun and be with his friends mm-hmm. and his girlfriend. Like, so I think you can't put everyone in that same, you know, glass. I think it's all different people have different, it's like anything else, any other walk of life. Different people mm-hmm. have different things that are important to them. For some people, money is the be all end all. For Cody, I don't even, I'm going to sit here and tell you, I don't even think it's the money with Cody. I really do think it is the ability to, become a bigger star outside of wrestling. I think that is something him and Brandy very much yearn for. I think that was a big factor in, in his leaving, was realizing he was never going to get that as Stardust. Mm-hmm. And now coming back, he can have that same platform on WWE as Cody Rhodes. I think that's a big, big mm-hmm. selling point for mm-hmm. Cody. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. But um, What I was going to say is when you, talk, when you talk about will perception change, the question there is whose perception? Because will the perception well, it, of the stands change? Not a fucking chance. No, no, and they had already turned on Cody and AEW anyway. But could it change the perception of of soon to be free agents? No. Knowing that Khan does not have unlimited pockets, you know, maybe you treat your negotiations differently instead but of. How, thinking, but, but but no, because here's the thing, Sal. How many how many people are are out there that are legitimately worthy of getting Danielson Punk money? Because I'm Correct. guessing that's what Cody wanted. Right. The, the guys that they're signing off the indies, Malachi Black, the, those guys are not getting that kind of money. No, no, I was thinking. Which is why yeah. they can sign Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're sitting there and you want to say well, we're, we're talking to Okada, that's a different story. Okada's right. a that kind of money guy. Well, like Owens and Zayn, they, they probably were that kind of money guys. And, right. and WWE... You know, resign them, and and I would think AJ Styles would be and at I this think, point is like that kind of money guy. You know what I mean? And much like any math, I do think order of operations matters because you look at a guy like Samoa Joe. He's made that WWE money now. He's he's good financially. Now he can go to a place where he, Adam Cole, same thing. Now they have that money where they can go to a place where they have some more creative freedom and they can have fun and like. So I, I do think that stuff matters when you're. We've seen some of these younger guys, uh, Blake Christian being one, um, I'm blanking on the guy's name, uh, Ben Carter being another, who are young guys who took the WWE money and security. And for some it worked, for some it didn't. But I think for some younger guys, there is that element to it, too. Yeah. Does it, does it change your perception to, on, on if AW is successful? No. The fact that that we are starting to hear these like they don't have the money to to do these things, and now they're starting to have to make tough decisions on their roster and let a bunch of guys go, which I know are inconsequential guys, but they're still having to make those decisions, and they're not being able to sign everyone that they want to sign. No, I actually applaud them for making those tough decisions. Yeah, because I think we comment all the time about oh, they're just signing more guys and more guys and more guys. They are honoring the contracts that they signed. And then when they are no longer in need of the, that person's talent, they're letting them go out and, and make their own money instead of sitting and catering. They're they're doing exactly what we wish WWE would do yeah. more of. Yeah, we, we talked they, about it. We talked about it before. To, uh, I don't know if it was busted open or one of one of the things that he, the media things that he did this week. Tony talked about how during the pandemic, 
they honored those contracts because there's there really wasn't anywhere for these folks to go and wrestle and make that kind of money. So that if they had they they could still have that paycheck coming in. Which is yeah, which, Tony. Tony also conveniently left out that half of his roster couldn't travel from California at that time, and they had a lot of TV and dark <laughs> hours to fill. So, right, yeah. But but, was, uh, but like I don't I don't think I don't think the lack of funds, if you want to put it that way, is what would make AEW look unsuccessful. It's like like Jason was saying, it's how they how they make those tough decisions. Like what what tough decisions they make is going to determine it, it, whether or not they. If, if I may, do we think that Tony Khan regrets some of the signings he's made over the past year? Hundred percent. So? Oh, oh God, yes. So if he's <laughs> if he's flying by the seat of his pants, is this company in serious trouble? Yes, I, I think so, and I think Cody leaving is in, indicative of that. And I said, Cody, like I said, I think Cody was one of the guys who would say, "Hey, let's pump the brakes here." I mean, you got to remember the Bucks are. <laughs> The Bucks are carny guys. Yeah. They really are. They're, let's do, oh, hey, this guy's our friend from the Indies. Let's sign him. Right. That was how half of that roster came to be. I mean, look at it. Look at the original roster. They were all guys who were friends with the Bucks from the Indies, basically. 100%. Cody or PWG. Was not that. Yeah, like you said, the Indies. They yeah. were, you know, uh, Uno and Stu. They were from uh, the Bucks past. Yeah. Uh, I can't. SoCal I can't remember if I said it out loud or just thought it uh, in the last month, month and a half or so. But Brandon Cutler, if he was 100%. not, if he was not a friend of the Bucks, he wouldn't be on any television anywhere at all. No, not at all. And that list is fairly long. I mean, yeah. Orange Cassidy, the best friends, like, go up and down that list. Now, I'm a friend. I've been a fan of of Chuck and Trent in Ring of Honor, but. I mean, if you knew what you were going to end up with SoCal and Censor, would you have signed them to a long-term deal? I would say that he doesn't regret Orange Cassidy because Orange Cassidy is one of their biggest names. Sure. Um, but I do say guys like the Hybrid 2 sure. Sure. are definitely ones that their their contracts are going to be up and they're going to be gone. Um, obviously, like, you know, we're starting to see Sonny Kiss, Diamante, Joey Janela, those guys are all kind of on their way out. And... I wonder too if if he sits there and goes, I fucking sign Sean Spears and look at this fuck, you know, the guy uh, can't can't do anything really. <laughs> I, I was thinking, well, no, I mean like he he hasn't done anything. That's what I meant. Not that he couldn't do anything, but he is he, he's a good hand. <laughs> I was um I was actually thinking about the Dark Order recently because they were one of the originals. But we haven't really seen them too often. A little sporadic here and there. They make Tony laugh. They're fine. They they have definitely cooled off a lot with the fans, but for sure that most of them are probably still safe. And they're all over BTE every week still. And they're and they're a group of young dudes that they yeah. can they can bring up at any point in time and do their things. No, no, those those guys are fine. It's it's the ones like Tony Nice that have just disappeared from fucking uh-huh. TV or anything else. Those Keep are the Sabian. ones. That There's another one. <laughs> it's still oh, for sure. Still? So, yeah. yeah. Thought he was on Twitter saying he was fine. I don't know. Maybe it's a work. Who knows? Don't, don't listen to anything that dude says. Yeah. <laughs> he is, he is one of those guys. Um, to, to the point of the Dark Order making Tony laugh, I did, I did laugh out loud 
when John Silver posted a link to his newest shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees today. That is, it's a white shirt with the picture of him and Anna Jay that's been going around, and on the top it just says, meme. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. Uh, I'm not going to fucking oh, buy it because it's an bad. ugly shirt, but it made me laugh. All right, so the... Um now let's talk about the possible repercussions to our network of Cody and Brandy leaving. Is Rhodes to the Top really renewed? <laughs> or is that show no, nobody other than Dave ever said so. Yeah, so everything, and, and and we talked about it too when it first got got announced at that, was that it was only Dave Meltzer that was claiming Didn't that Brandy show was Didn't Brandy and Cody say it too? Not that I could find. Yeah, nothing that I could find either. And so like the... The things that that I look at there's there's a website called Is My Show Cancelled? Yeah, and even that one too says per Dave Meltzer, like everything <laughs> is per is per him. But it's like, why would he be the one? Okay, so that's not even on there anymore. I was just looking while I was talking. That's gone. <laughs> so Plans Is change. My Show Cancelled <laughs> does not does not list that show at all. Uh, yeah. That is a that is an issue, yeah. and obviously, yeah, we haven't heard anything from the network, which is the people we should be hearing it yeah, from. from if the show is going yeah. to be coming back, and, and you said it on Twat Magic. Usually, if they renew, they they renew pretty quickly within yeah. the first season. They don't wait. So well, the, the show, even with the lead in from from Dynamite, the show was losing. Oh, just 50, horrible. 500,000 viewers each episode. It yeah, it was it was god awful, but it felt like because the because they essentially are usually are just using like AW cameras and recording stuff, it's a it's a cheap show to make, you know. Oh, yeah, but, TV is generally cheap to make. So yeah. That's why it's but, networks love it so much. Exactly. But when you when you think about it like that show's not going to exist. It's not going to be Roads to the Fed. You know, it's not... WWE is not going to have that show on TNT or TBS. They're just not. So, I'm... Trust me, well, I'm sure at least... Tune in next season for the new hits, hit reality show, Anna Banana, between Anna J and Jump. <laughs> now, you want to... Yeah, like, uh, you guys are talking about, about the possibility of them putting someone else in there. There's no other couple... That would be able to to move the needle as much as Rhodes to the Top did. Like, Disagree. Even okay, you think that Adam Cole and Britt Baker is going to get that amount? No, of viewers? I think John Moxley and Renee Paquette would get viewers. Fair, very fair. Okay, I okay, so I didn't think about that because she's not signed to AEW. So, but but yes, I I yes that that is true. He definitely would be somebody that I mean I would tune into it too because Moxley is fucking insane. Um, so yeah, but like I said, that just wasn't in my mind because she's not AEW in my mind. So, but I think it happen. Maybe Brian, maybe Brian Brian will get a show again. Ugh. <laughs> and I they already are reality stars. No, because Brie is signed to WWE. She is she oh. is winning those fucking tag titles at Mania. <laughs> uh, are you limiting this? Are you limiting this forecasting to only husband wife like couple situations? No, they no. Have a time slot. They could do anything. Right? No, I can I can see Chris Jericho and Tony Khan blowing each other every week. <laughs> If Daniel, if Daniel, with Fozzie. if Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella get a show, can they call it Dragon Twats? <laughs> there you go. There's your episode I, title. I would, it would not at all shock me if AEW 
thought they could make money off a TV show with Sammy and Tay Conte. Possibly. Probably. And from a conspiracy theory standpoint, those two have been very public about their relationship for the last couple months. Okay. Yeah. We're revving up. We're revving up for this Sammy Tay Conte show. Yeah. <laughs> I right. can't imagine her acting on that show. Oh my god. Is it the dragon? Would it would it be any worse than Cody's? I don't know. It might be funny. It might be. They'll do that reality show thing where they go into a room and the door closes and then you just say, "Is that your penis?" <laughs> oh, All right. Boy. I want each and every one of you to head on over to RundownWrestling.com. Oh, oh and... before we do this, can I just, there's one more thing you should talk about if you don't mind. Yeah, what's up? Uh. The sort of got lost in the the news cycle today with the Cody Rhodes news. The uh, the rumors that are swirling about the possibility of turn to the ring of Stone Cold Steve Austin at this year's WrestleMania in Texas. Fair. Now the one graphic I saw, and I hadn't put two and two together, but the graphic I saw is now the only thing I want to see at WrestleMania, which was Kevin <laughs> Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Which, when you think about it, all of a sudden Kevin starts ripping the shit out of Texas the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course, you got Stunner versus Stunner. Mm-hmm. I, this may not be as far fetched as people are making it out to be. I'm just saying, if Stone Cold's going to have that, as he likes to say, one more rodeo, this is the spot to do it. For sure. And he can work. He trusts Owens. They got. They have a good relationship. You talked about it before. Owens is a very safe worker in general. Hasn't really hurt people. And has the personality to go toe-to-toe on the mic with Steve Austin in what could be some of the greatest promo battles leading up to a match at WrestleMania ever. That's true. So that's one thing Austin is not lost. It's it's his intimidation and his uh, his charisma in on the mic. So let's say we're handicapping this. What what sort of percentage do you give this match of actually happening? Or or just an Austin return doesn't necessarily have to be this match. In ring? Um, at this point, I'm willing to say 40%. There's a 40% chance it happens. I, I can't really go above 50. But, oh, my God, he's so old, and he hasn't wrestled in so many years. Well, it wasn't years. even that he was old. It was that his, his injuries had piled up, and it, it, they told him he couldn't anymore. So well, I don't know. They told Daniel Bryan that at one point. I too. was going to say, they told Daniel Bryan, they told Edge. So yeah. it is it is definitely more probable than it was probably a couple of years ago, especially since we're in Texas. And it would be a lot of fun yeah. to see. I'm not going to lie. I would definitely be in for it. Plus, I love that it would stick it to CM Punk because there was that whole talk of, like, uh, them having a match with each other a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, Punk and, and Austin, yeah. And Austin being like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if he's going to come back and wrestle, come on. That's just cherry on the cake. Uh, by the way, not to interrupt, but CM did, in fact, have her baby uh, on Rich Swan's birthday. So... Congrats to both of them. Um, yes, the, the other thing with the Stone Cold thing, I, I, I love the same people sitting there and complaining that uh, old Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to come back and work a match. Are the same people being like, Sting can still go? Okay, I, I oh mean, I God. get that. We can, we can, we can. 
we can shit on people for dumb takes all we want, but my my point was only to say, do you think this is a legitimate possibility, or is this just the internet sort of? I remember a couple of years ago they turned up the whole AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels. which again mm-hmm. at that time was the only thing in the world I wanted to see and still do. But Sting versus Undertaker, right? Yeah, yeah we got that. Do you think this is something is. based in reality, or is this something like that? I. He has said before there are there are reports. He but he but he has said before that he would not be interested in coming back for a match with no build. And I feel like we already would have started to see some. I mean, maybe but we maybe have. That's what I'm it. saying. Yeah, maybe you can yeah, say Kevin that, Owens shit on Texas. Kevin Owens making jokes sort of like that. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, did you see his possible? promo this week on Raw? I did not. No. Okay, he really went hard at Texas. Uh, yeah. Texas. Yeah, for sure. So, but Kevin is also the type of dude who's smart to the internet, and that could just be him fucking with people. Right, right, but they weren't in Texas at the time, and none of these reports had started yet. Did they didn't? I thought they no. started a while ago. No, they pretty much started this week. Mm. Yeah, but I Raw mean, it, was last night. What's that? Raw was last night. Yeah, I guess. But, I, I mean, they, the reports didn't really pick up steam until this morning. All right. right. You never know with Kevin Owens. He's definitely one of those people that likes to fuck with the internet, though, right? Like, we were supposed to get him and Jake Paul. I mean, that was kind of rumored for a while, so. Well, that was supposed to happen at Feltro. You never know. That's the thing with Austin, too. You never know. Jake Paul had some big boxing matches set up and didn't want to risk them. I'd say it's more likely that we're going to get AJ Styles versus Edge. Don't do that. If you could, if you could mute your mic before you start doing that, because that's just gonna kill anybody that has earbuds in, dude. Okay. You see, you crumpling, crumpling the bottle. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it, maybe. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll believe it when I see it because we, yeah, I mean, how many times have we seen it? We we had the fucking Dean Ambrose McFoley thing before. Oh that yeah. They were something. Oh yeah. And, yeah, but that was going to happen, but Mick couldn't get medically cleared. So yeah. was Sting and Taker. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, Sting but is, I know, but they had it all set up in Atlanta to to do right, it. But right now, you're talking about two guys who are both signed. You're comparing True. things where somebody had to be signed or medically cleared. You're both guys are medically cleared and signed. Austin is medically cleared. He's been in the ring. He's done stuff in the ring, so they wouldn't. The WWE doesn't let you in the ring if you're not medically clear. <laughs> he kicked Jonathan Coachman right in the right, balls. <laughs> Technically, I think there was something a couple uh, years ago. He took a bump, so yeah, yeah. he would and be he was a before stunners. So uh-huh. <laughs> before before I bring this window up on stream, uh, in the host thread, when somebody said, "Oh, that picture you chose." I was hoping so much that it was this picture because I saw this earlier online and it's amazing. We're in an airplane. I'd rather you not open the window. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> per, per, for me, it's the thing on the very bottom. LMFAO, he's not going to be returning live on Pika. Oh. That's so good. Oh, you're talking about on the, on the website. Gotcha. Yes, dipshit. You said in the, in the, in the, in the call. Anyways. Um, okay. Yeah, which then made me... Anyways, okay, are we good to do our picks, or do we have anything else that we want to bring up? Or do we want to go and revisit the Cody Rhodes as a main eventer storyline again? Uh, no? props, okay. to, props, props to Rhea this week, because she fucking killed it on oh, Raw. Yeah. 40-plus 40, 40 minutes in the ring, 
Oh, and yeah, she yeah. She was amazing during all, Like, I really fucking was like, this is her coming out body. Like, 45, 45 yeah, minutes sure. of the match. No, 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 no. I was sure be. I wish uh, those yeah. titties would come out. Well, I mean, they're, they're <laughs> basically on it, you know, being held on by a string. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, Bianca Belair won the match. Sorry, Bianca Blair Blair. won the match. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, gets that last spot in the chamber. But holy fuck, that was all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rhea making a just, making a name yeah. for herself. That was fantastic. Yeah. And Denise to the point where I had nothing to, to say about it. <laughs> to the point where I want to see Rhea and, and Becky now at Mania, but I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, another thing that came out of Raw for for obvious reasons: Alexa Bliss takes that last spot in the Elimination Chamber as she's now cured from her mm-hmm. yes. twisted ways. Right. Maybe. <laughs> like cured ish, ish. Yeah, and that's a good idea. She's cured ish. Like there, there's still a chance that we might get a little spoopy shit, but we'll see. Uh, and of course, the biggest shit, at least for me, other than Rita Kamada Raw, was uh, Tommaso Ciampa actually yeah. appearing on Raw, guest commentator, continuing the storyline with Dolph Ziggler. And part of me can only help but wonder if we had decided to cross promote NXT on Raw. Years ago, just gonna, just where thinking, would yep. we have been? I have the exact right. same thought. It's amazing what can happen when uh, Vince takes over. And I and I 100% feel like that was uh, back then. It was a case of well, NXT should stand on its own uh, of of being their thinking. It's not right thinking, but that's what I feel like the thinking was. Like, well, NXT can stand on their own; they're fine. And now it's like, well, no. Now that we're true development, now we'll give a fuck. <laughs> and also, yeah. this is this is my show. And not Triple H's show, so fucking exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's what it really is. Um, yeah, which which we are getting uh, Champa versus um, Dolph next week on the show. So uh, that's interesting. And the, and I think that there was another one soon that we were looking at possibly getting to of another guy going down there. But but it was it was pretty remarkable to me how fresh Dolph Dolph Ziggler felt. Just by going to NXT, it was it was weird. I was like, "Wow, I I don't think Dolph's felt this fresh in like ten years at this point." Don't worry, it won't last. No, no, but it it, it tells you that there is opportunity for other people to kind of cross promote. See, I'm, I mean, Dolph has always been a, an above average worker and a, a good promo. It's it's largely been his booking that that kind of hurt his standing in the company, you know, um, and the Vicky Guerrero thing I think hurt him a little bit too. But that that's always been a thing. Like he he could have been a perennial main eventer, but they just didn't use him that way. So he still had one of the biggest pops ever for a title win. So oh, yeah. um, no, I, I liked I liked him on NXT. I thought it was kind of fun, and obviously seeing Champ on Raw that was cool. Yeah. Or that, please. <laughs> it would be great if this leads to uh, the Dirty Dicks versus DIY. Yeah, that would be yeah. fun. Anyway, RedderWrestling.com. Uh, yes. Dude, I, I got a couple more things here. Give me a minute. You said here. one. You said I one. got a few. I got a few. <laughs> I got a few. Uh, first off, props to Sami Zayn for stealing Lisa's joke from the Royal Rumble and calling him Rick Boobs. I like, that that, I like that that's a thing now that that was on TV. Um, for everybody who next week is going to shit all over Charlotte Flair for the mess up in the segment that will happen with Ronda Rousey, 
I wonder how many of those people are giving her props on carrying Naomi to a really, really good match to main event SmackDown this week. Well, nobody, because it's much more fun to hate people. I mean, that the, I don't know how many of you guys actually watched the match start to finish, but it was surprisingly good. I think that's a perfect way of putting it. I didn't expect that type of match. When I looked and there was a half hour left to SmackDown with those women coming to the ring, I'm like, oh, this is going to be rough. Or there's got to be something after it. But it wasn't. It was just them having a really solid, really good match, really entertaining match, where they did a great job of selling the falsy and making you think Naomi might actually win this match. Well, they did a really good job of it, actually. Um, I don't think, you know, that's anything more than... Charlotte kind of walking her through how to have a main event match on TV, but um, hey, I'll give I'll even give Naomi credit; she pulled her part off. So she did, she did. And if you pay, uh, if you pay twelve ninety nine, a certain someone can uh, will, will tell you the breaking news that they are going planning on editing around that spot on this As week's well SmackDown. They fucking should. Yeah, I was gonna and say. I love, no shit. I, love, like, I love all the internet fans going crazy. Like, oh my god, there was a mistake in a ring. Like, yeah, do you watch AEW? <laughs> we no, they, fucking, they don't we do watched Ray Phoenix get his arm broken. I didn't see anybody have an issue with that. With multiple replays. Yes. Right. Uh, lastly, at least for me. Um, Lashley? Lastly. Um, oh. Sorry. Do you think Adam Page has his own wing at the Blood Bank to just replenish after every championship match he has? Because we talk about it all the time, like, Blood isn't special if you do it all the time. We joked about it with Cody. I think Hangman Page has surpassed Cody in terms of getting color, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's weird. He actually tweeted out, I'm so sick of bleeding every month. Stop fucking doing it. Right. Stop getting your period. Unless unless they're (laughs) telling him to do it. I don't know. The way he made made that sound, I mean, it sounded like, you know, stop booking me to bleed. It was... I mean, the I match was, was um, fine. The, uh, the 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 match was fine for what it was. I think I think fine is a good yeah, word for it. That's, that's I'm not going any better. I will say I thought the um, the buckshot was creative the way they did it. Yes. Oh, with the, over the yeah, referee. Yeah. I did like that. Um, I just it feels so weird what they've done with Lance Archer. It really is the stop start booking. The just lose every big match we put you in, but he's lost every title shot he's had except one. I was going to say he won the uh, and, and it wasn't, and it was a title that wasn't an AEW right. title. It sort of feels a little bit like Dolph Ziggler. Like we'll just keep throwing you in these big matches, but you'll never actually win any of them. Not to mention, there's there's no reason why any match featuring Lance Archer should have you bust yourself open. Well, it was Texas death. No, but it was a Texas death match. Why was it a Texas death match? Okay, I, I said this. I said this to you, Adam, uh, earlier. Because reasons. Um, I'm so desensitized to blood in AEW. It has no effect on me anymore. Yeah. There fair. used to be a time yeah, in no. WWE even when somebody would bleed, and I would go, "Oh shit!" Like, it just, well, still in WWE when it happens, you still do that because it doesn't happen all the time. Right. Exactly. Um, but with AEW, I mean... Cody Rhodes gigged man. after being thrown into the curtain hanging down in front of the stage. But, like, Hangman... That was Hangman's it. That was the champ. end of it. He's the babyface champ. I should be like, oh, no, Hangman's busted open. Nothing. 
In fact, I was just looking at my, like, at the time being like, when is this match going to end? Because we know Arch is not going to win. So. And congrats to uh, Dan Lambert on winning his feud with Brandy Rhodes. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And Paige Van Zandt. Get naked. Yes. Uh, All right. We, We cool, dog? Now we can go. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. All right, go over to com. Right on the top there is your Elimination Chamber picks. Make sure to slap a name in there that, yes, I will have to read. Uh, I will self-impose a character limit. I will not tell you what it is, <laughs> but it is there. Well, that gives you the freedom to cut it off at whatever the funniest point, and it is. That's good. Very true. Okay. <laughs> so Elimination Chamber comes live from... Uh, the world's largest dome, right? Uh, in sure. Saudi Arabia. We have, in no particular order, the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley defends against Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. Why Why is Austin Theory the only name <laughs> untouched on this list? I, I thought, okay, so... Uh, peek behind the curtain. I was in a mood this morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what tends to happen with, when I fill out these these uh, prediction threads is depending on my mood. I'm either 100 percent just like fuck it, it's all a joke, or <laughs> it's not. I could not come up with anything fast enough for Austin Theory, so I apologize for that. Uh, Jason, who is your pick to uh, be the WWE champion? Uh. It, to me, it's obviously it's a two-horse race. It's either Lesnar or Lashley. Um, I just I can't buy into the hype of Lesnar winning the title and unifying at Mania. I think it's too easy to tell the story of Roman costing Lesnar the match. And I think Lashley's got to be the champion in order for his match with Cody at WrestleMania. So I'm going to go with um, Lashley. All right. Sal? I'm also not buying into the unifying of the belts. I think Lashley retains. Uh-huh. Adam? Uh, yeah, I've been going back and forth. And um, I'm going to go Brock just to be different. Okay. I'm going to go with AJ Styles so that Edge wins the championship in Mania. <laughs> Although it would uh, be interesting, so the way the, the the format of Elimination Chamber, for it to not be Lesnar, Lesnar has to lose two matches in a row. True. When was the last time that happened? Uh, I can check real quick if you want me to. No, that's <laughs> right. It's been a long time, I guess is the point. So, interesting to see how that plays out. Been a long, long, been a long time. Um, all right. Um, then we have, actually it hasn't been a long time, uh, Drew McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, then Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar at Crunchyroll. It was, it was last year. Okay. So, surprisingly, it has happened sooner than we thought. But it doesn't happen often, that's, (laughs) to say the least. Uh, motherfucker doesn't lose that much. Alright, uh, the WWE Universal Championship in just a normal match because... There's no way they'd get it booked otherwise. Uh, Goldberg takes on Roman Reigns. Adam. Roman. Sal. Are you there? Hello? Hello? 
Did he die? Yes, you. I said Roman. Roman. Am I alone in the fact that there was was nothing that came across? No. He said, not a goddamn thing. Roman. Sal. Roman. Oh, it it didn't come through. I apologize. I thought Sal's response took longer than this match will be. Um, (laughs) It's interesting that you have it as Roman ED pills on the... uh, on the yes. actual poll here, because you know what happened last time Roman took ED pills? What? He busted it. Big dog. Uh, but it is Roman. Uh, yeah. Roman it's... swipes would have been a better option. <laughs> I forgot that that's what they called them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm like, I was like, I know they sell ED pills. I'm not going to look it up on my, my computer because then that's my search history. <laughs> well, they're not pills. They're swipes. They're little, like, napkins, I guess. That you I thought that day. that was, no, I thought that was such you didn't uh, come quick enough. Oh, I yeah. thought that they sold pills. Well, now oh, I'm going to look I it up. Know. Hold on. <laughs> it's not going to be my search history. Now right? Okay. <laughs> Let that be Troy's search history. That's fine. No, 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 I didn't want to. I, I just want to a little, a little off, a little <clears throat> off topic uh, thing that occurred this past weekend. Yeah, the Roman swipes are premature ejaculation. The, there are pills for ED. Okay, can I just tell you about a little thing that occurred this past weekend? So that's going to be we, my Facebook now. We went see to see one of the. Uh, we went to see one of the other basketball teams in town play a game on Saturday. As we're driving back, I have a couple of voicemail messages that I got while I was in the game. I couldn't hear my phone ring. Uh, so I'm playing the voicemail messages in the car, and it was a couple from people I knew. And then I get this third one that says, Hey, Jason, this is so-and-so called from the Dance With Me studio to see if you're still interested in taking some classes with us. Verified Lisa was in the car. She could tell you the story on Twat Magic. These cunts are still calling me, you flaming asshole. <laughs> Meanwhile, I still have not heard a Wrestle House episode. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to do that, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm covering like three shows on Slasher at this point, so I apologize. I'll, I'll get to it if I can find it. <sighs> False cut anywhere match for no fucking reason. Uh, Drew McIntyre reads kills count anywhere match. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a normal match in Saudi Arabia, though. Got it, got it. Uh, Madcap Moss, Andrew McIntyre, Sal. I'm going to go with McIntyre. Jason. I'm going to be the outlier here. I'm going to say the randomness of the Falls Count Anywhere stipulation allows Corbin to get involved to set up a match with McIntyre at WrestleMania. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say Madcap Moss wins this. Okay. Adam? Drew. Why isn't this Mad Captain Moss against AJ Styles? He threw him out of the Rumble. Well, over and above this, McIntyre's already pinned Moss. There's nothing yes, to yes. do here unless we're going to do something different, which yeah. is the other reason I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a vehicle to have Moss win to get to a few with Corbin. Fair enough. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go with McIntyre. Elimination Chamber for to, to decide who will lose to Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki A, and Alexa Bliss. Oh my god. What? <laughs> oh, just what you wrote for Nikki's name. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam, read it. <laughs> 
No, the fans. The, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil this joy for the fans. No, they that's, can find that's that when they go to the website. This, this one, I definitely had the most fun making up names for. You think? Yeah, you know, Jason, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go Bianca. Sal, I'm gonna go Bianca. Adam. After the showing on Raw, I'm gonna go Rhea. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with Alexa. Because fuck it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> random tag team match Ronda Rousey and Naomi for no fucking reason against Charlotte and Sonia Deville. Oh wait, did this really is this did, really a match? It is really a match. This is really an announced match. Jesus. Did anyone else see the thing where they're adding a stipulation to this where Ronda Rousey has to have one arm tied behind her back? I was going to say, doesn't Sonya still have her arm in a sling? Doesn't isn't Sonya still a? Uh, is it, no, she's been. Oh, well, yes, that too. <laughs> How is she getting into the country? <laughs> There's a lot of women's matches on this card, huh? Yeah, there is a lot of women's matches on this card. Almost like that WWE is actually being very progressive in Saudi Arabia. Weird. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, there are more matches for women in Saudi Arabia than there have been on the past two Dynamite episodes. <laughs> Weird. They're influencing the world. Yeah. As as much as... Just ask, just ask every single WWE-related Twitter... Uh, Profile that shared the picture of the uh, the billboard with uh, with yeah. Becky and Lita Look, on it. Look, and and I get that they're going to milk that for everything, everything that it's worth, over that. And I get that they're that they're probably only doing this kind of shit for that publicity. But fuck all of that shit because there are people involved, and the 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 young women in Saudi Arabia don't give a fuck why they're doing it. Just the fact that they are able to see these things, 100%. you know, a premium and, live event. The premium live event, yeah. And and you can sit there and you can bitch all you want and have all the xenophobia you want about doing stuff in Saudi Arabia, but at least they're they're pushing doing the a envelope. Premium live event in Saudi Arabia. Yes, doing a premium live event in Saudi Arabia. You can go ahead and you, and you can sit there and you can fucking throw a little tantrums that they're accepting blood money and the only reason that they're they're doing good is because they get fifty million. It's smart fucking business. I don't give a fuck. And guess what? Saudi Arabia is just more open with how shitty they treat their citizens. It's not like every country in the world doesn't have their own fucking problems. I you know? Most people complaining has a fucking iPhone, probably. Yeah. Which do you want to talk about corporate shadiness? Like exactly, exactly. That's that's the big issue, and that's why every year that we go back to Saudi Arabia, we get the same shit. And I sit there and I go, "Hey." uh... How many? Go ahead and, and and Google fucking Saudi Arabia right now and see how many companies have fucking McDonald's on the corner and Taco Bell's there and stuff like that. And go ahead and tell me why that's fine or why Nike can continue to have child labor. And we're just like, what else? I need my new fucking LeBron threes. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, uh, Sal. Ronda Rousey and Naomi, or Harlot Flair and Sonny Deville? Uh, Ronda and Naomi. Jason. Sorry, I'm looking up companies doing business in Saudi Arabia. Um, I am going to go with, uh, we're on the tag team match still. Correct. Uh, Charlotte and Sonya. Uh, Adam? 
right. Rhonda and Naomi. Do you think any of the people upset have AT&T as a phone carrier? Probably. How about you think any of them have a, a bank account with Bank of America? Probably. Or Bank of New York? Well, their parents do. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, I'll gladly say fuck Bank of America. Here, uh, I, I've got a... Got a any, any of them got... drink Coca-Cola, you think? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, let's see, what else? I'll go ahead and tell you, there's a, a Ritz-Carlton that's there. We got it. Uh, we Exxon, I guess nobody buys gas. No. Nope. the fuck None of them drive we a Ford, obviously. Nope, definitely not. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> This is a dead joke now. All right. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Ronda too because they're not having her fucking lose. Right. The WWE Women's or Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch takes on Lita. Uh, it's, it's Becky Lynch, right? Everyone, everyone yeah. agrees? We can move on? I mean, it is yep. Becky Lynch, and I can guess she's probably going because she's vaccinated. <laughs> Because with the Pfizer vaccine, which is also another company that does business oh, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yes. Uh, we, we, we will thankfully have a piss break match because Rey Mysterio is taking on The Miz. So, Adam, who you got for that match? Ray. Sal? Uh, Miz. Jason? That match will be on fire, almost like somebody dropped a cigarette from Philip Morris on it, who also does business in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I am going to say Miz is going to win this match because he did so many jobs for Edge. All right. Um, I'm going to go Miz, too, because fuck Rey Mysterio. Plus, I also think that this is where Dominic uh, turns in his dad. Fine. Hey, uh, Drew McIntyre has a match at this show, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Apparently there's something called the Sabre Group that does business with Saudi Arabia. It seems like Drew would fit right into that group with Sabres, you know. Saying. Fair. Okay. They're all taking luggage, right? You think uh, they're, they're probably bringing their luggage with them? No. Honest to God, shut the fuck no up. Member of the, no member of the IWC even wants to leave their fucking basement, dude. You think they're going to take luggage on a trip? SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos against the Viking Raiders, I guess. That's a thing. Uh, Jason. Oh, interesting. Um, this is the I don't last even want to know. <laughs> I bet it's not. I bet it's fucking not. What? Go ahead. This is the last match that we got we to pick. Usos no, or Vikings. I'm curious why this was the last match on the list. Adam, why are you so angry? <laughs> Because I don't have to edit this. That's our fucking midnight. It's a, it's the last match on the list because that's the order I put them in. I don't know. It's, it's going to be. That. The, I mean, it's going to be the Usos for sure. So, Usos, Adam, Usos, Uso. Hey, at least uh, if they if they get drunk over there in Saudi Arabia, uh, then we won't have to worry about the Usos anymore, right? Huh. All right. Go ahead and uh, and. Uh, drag your ball sack against that submit button and uh, we will talk next week about the elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia and we will let you know how y'all did against us four idiots alright uh, unless we've got something else to talk about or Jason had any other companies you wanted to talk about with yeah, I, mean, I can run through the complete list if you want I mean <laughs> 
You know what? Let's put it on Patreon. <laughs> Jason reads every single company that does business in America that also does business in Saudi Arabia because they all do. Go ahead and uh, and go to patreon.com slash Rodden Wrestling and, and subscribe for that bonus episode. <laughs> and I think we're good, right? I think you're... Yep. All right, your silence was great. Uh, so, do you, you want to hash out this Cody Rhodes main event? Or no. Nah. <laughs> All right. It's never going to happen, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> right here, <laughs> right now. Sal. Bet between me and you that oh, Cody God. Rhodes shows up before the end of the year in WWE. Because you seem so hell-bent that he's not going to WWE. Alright, um... If I win, then you have to join me on the next episode of Survivor Series for Deadly Game. Okay. That was a good one. That's not a punishment. That was a Well, it's, t- it's a time commitment. It's so, like three it's, plus hours for a paper. It's punishment to me who podcasts four days a week. Yes. Right. See? <laughs> uh, alright. Uh, if I win. Uh, it's all right. you it's all right, it's have to come on an episode of Twat Magic. Done. <laughs> Done. Alright. Good luck, Sal. So the, so the, so the second that he shows up on WWE TV. Within this calendar year. With this spoiler announcement, uh, yeah. guess who presented the winner of the Dusty Classic tonight? The trophies. <laughs> he's, he's just fucking with you. <laughs> I need to look on Sal's face for a second though. Alright, you, you But I also, I also want to point out, I also want to point out that Sal just agreed to a, to a bet that will last the next nine and a half months. Because he, he agreed to it because he's so sure it's not happening. I agreed to it because I am so sure it is happening and probably the night after WrestleMania. <laughs> But we'll see. Uh, thank you to Sal. Sal, I love you. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, Troy. It's a good hill to die on, though, because it means you'll be on top magic with me and Lisa. And that's fine. I'm really that's fun. Yeah, it is actually fun. Oh, to, so to the, the research part sucks, but yeah. see, I'm not like Jason. I don't make you watch like fucking, you know, Sunny farts for her Twitch followers, <laughs> like. <laughs> Here's a here's the thing with that though. Never had a fucking dance studio relentlessly pursued you either, motherfucker. You don't know that. Here's here's the thing with that. Even bad porno is still penis going into something, right? So I'm okay with something. (laughs) That is a very ambiguous something. You know, so I'm I'm okay with it, and it makes good content. Jason, thank you. Oh, I'm still still on. Yeah, thanks. No problem. And with that, Jason, send us on home. I guess that means we will run your ass down next time. Bye-bye. Later. Resident Twink Expert Sal signing off.
You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>